Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Hasna El Falali, the cooking school manager at La Maison Arab Riyadh Hotel in Marrakesh, Morocco. Hi, Hasna. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited to chat with you. So tell us about your background and your role at La Maison Arab Riyadh Hotel. Here I work as uh, the cooking school manager, and I also help the dedes, deda, which means the Moroccan female chef, working at the school, help them with translation. I do the translation in English and in French as well. What makes this cooking school so special? What makes it unique is that it started as the first Moroccan restaurant in Marrakesh. It was founded in 1946 by two French ladies coming from Paris, and they founded the first Moroccan restaurant. And when they started this restaurant and they wanted to hire a chef to work at the kitchen of the restaurant, they couldn't find a chef to work for them. Since the culture of cooking was kept something private, the Moroccan society was a patriarchal society, so the world was divided. Women is supposed to do the cooking at home, and the man is supposed to work outside. So all of the knowledge of cooking was kept with the women. And when the two French ladies came from Paris to found the restaurant, they couldn't find a chef to work for them. With the help of the commander of Marrakesh at that time, his name is Tammy Blowy. He helped them with one of his dadas, the time worked at his palace as a nanny who takes care of children and also who cooks for the family. So he gave them one of his best dadas to work at this restaurant. And in a very short time, it became a very popular restaurant since many famous people used to come and dine there, like Winston Churchill, like the H. Lawrence. So it became a must-to-go. If you want to go and have dinner there or lunch, you have to book your seat like a day before. This is how it started. So it started with the help of the Dedas. I call them the stars of La Maison Arabe since they are the one who started the business with the two French ladies. Later on, it became a Riyadh hotel when a French-Italian prince bought the property from the two French ladies. Their name is La Rochette. And the name of the Italian prince is Fabrizio Rospoli. He is the ex-owner of La Maison Arab. He joined Riyadh to the restaurant and it became a Riyadh hotel and restaurant. The idea behind having cooking workshop, the prince got really inspired when the tourists were eating at the restaurant and they liked the food and they couldn't find a place where to learn how to make these dishes. So he initiated the idea of having small cooking workshop where you have the chance to meet the dada. She prepares you the ingredients, you sit in front of her, and at the same time she's cooking, you are chatting with her, and there is a facilitator, a moderator, who is a translator, who helps you with language. So you get all of the secrets of cooking from the source, from the dada. It's a very good way to learn about the culture because I consider the kitchen the heart of the culture. So you learn a lot through the way people cook, what they cook, how they cook, when they cook. So there is lots of sharing 
when you make a dish for your loved ones, you see a lot of happiness in their eyes, in their stomach. <laughs> this is how it all started. And it is actually the first Moroccan restaurant in Morocco and also the first Moroccan cooking school in Africa, because this is like the first time we see a Moroccan cooking workshop in Morocco and also in Africa. And today, lots of tourists come. We have two cooking schools. We have one next to the Hotel Riyadh, which is next door to the Riyadh Hotel. And we have another one at the annex of the hotel, which is a country club. There you have a beautiful, uh, we call it secret garden, where you see organic, you know, vegetables grown there, organic herbs. You make some nice mint tea there. You have the chance to see how the Berber bread is prepared with a Berber baker. And also you are doing the cooking workshop and you are cooking as well the dishes we make other cooking schools. So there is a lot of learning. There is a lot of sharing and it's a very fulfilling. It's a very resourceful experience. What is the difference between a Riyadh and a hotel? And why do you call this a Riyadh hotel? Well, the difference between Riyadh and the hotel, Riyadh have been here for centuries since the foundation of Marrakesh, which goes back to the 11th century with the Muahiris. Riyadh means in Arabic, it's standard Arabic paradise. And it has a very nice philosophy to it because if you're outside, and you step into a Riyadh hotel, you couldn't imagine that it would look that beautiful in the inside. And this is, has a religious background because what counts most is the inside of human beings. If it is uh, beautiful, if there is beauty to it in the spirit, it doesn't matter for the outside, for the superficial. And the Riyadh, it became like a hosting spot for foreigners. So there are people who initiated to have Riyadh as a hotel. The hotel is more international. Uh, so you go and you book your room and you stay there. You can find the same everywhere in the world. But a Riyadh, it has like a local architecture. It makes you feel like home. You, it makes you feel that you are in Morocco. You are going back in history. What kinds of dishes do you teach at the cooking school? When it comes to dishes, there is a variety of dishes. The Moroccan cuisine is considered to be one of the most important cuisines in the world. It was classified once to be the second most important one after the French cuisine because it is a fusion of too many different cuisines. When we think of the Moroccan cuisine, it's not one independent cuisine, but it is a fusion of too many different cuisines. The Moroccan cuisine is a cuisine that is Berber, the first inhabitants of Morocco. It is Arab. It is Jewish, it is Moorish, it is French. Each dish in our kitchen has a story behind having it. So when you look at the Moroccan cuisine, you find couscous, which is Berber. You have plenty of varieties of tagines, which they are also Berber. You find pastilla, which goes back to the 16th century when the Moors brought it from the south of Spain, the time of Andalusia. It is also French, which is a lot existing in pastry making and dessert making. It is Jewish. You find dvina, which is a dish that you make a night before you serve. It takes you like 12 hours to get it ready for you. You see it in pickles, pickled fruits, pickled vegetables, preserved lemon, olive oil. 
The Jewish community living in Morocco, we used to live in peace and religion was never a matter to us. We share from each other. So the Jewish people brought olive oil when they used to buy a whole field of olive trees. They pick the olives, they get the juice out of it, then they sell it back to Moroccans. There was a lot of sharing between these communities. You can learn lots of dishes. I can stay the whole day reciting recipes and dishes. It's like a very rich cuisine. You find appetizers, main dishes, dessert, uh, beverages. So we're very proud to find this diversity in the Moroccan cuisine. What business lessons can leaders learn from how the hotel and the cooking school maintains its appeal over the years? Leaders is a true leader when the leader brings the community when you uplift somebody. And this property, La Maison Arabe, first it started as a restaurant. And when they hired the chef, they hired the women to cook for the restaurant. And women were not allowed to go out and work in public. So when uh, the ladies started cooking, I mean, the data for the two French ladies, it was like a push to local women. Try going out and look for a job and helping their families. And the same for the other services, the hotel, you know, suggests like the spa, Hammam. Hammam used to be something for locals. Only locals do that, but they were able to maintain this tradition going. Also the cooking school, I consider it to be a cultural culinary heritage. Since we translated recipes into French and English, they are available in cookbooks and accessible to everybody to have it. So we are bringing the culture from a space that was private to the light and to the world. Today, the Moroccan cuisine is famous worldwide. You can see Moroccan restaurants outside of Morocco, in New York, in Australia, in Germany, in London. We're very happy to see the culture spreading all over the world and spreading that Morocco is beautiful. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Hasna El Falali, the cooking school manager at La Maison Arab Riyadh Hotel in Marrakesh, Morocco. Hasna, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit reinventingprofessionals.com or ari kaplan advisors.com to learn more.